Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Joe Bengford, CIO at UCSF Medical Center and Campus. In this segment, Bengford talks about how both the organization and his role have evolved to meet changing care models, how he is helping to guide UCSF's three-pronged clinical enterprise strategy, and the interoperability challenges that come with creating an ACO. Hi, Joe. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Sure. So to give our readers and listeners some background, can you just talk a little bit about uh, UCSF uh, Medical Center, um, you know, in terms of what you have for hospitals, clinics, things like that? Sure. Um, well, University of California um, is made up of five different medical centers, and I happen to be here at the San Francisco Medical Center. Um, and um, well, we're we're evolving very quickly. Um, we're probably about a 650-bed hospital system. Um, it's a tertiary quaternary hospital primarily. Uh, we're we're part of an academic medical center here, and um, we have a hospital uh, on the in the Parnassus part of uh, San Francisco, and we've just built a new hospital over in Mission Bay, close to where the world champion San Francisco Giants play, um, a new children's hospital, cancer center, and uh, women's hospital. And uh, just over the last uh, year, we've been, uh, we acquired the Children's Hospital of Oakland, which is now the Benioff Children's Hospital of Oakland. So we're uh, expanding in that uh, fashion. And, and we're currently in the process of um, uh, getting much more engaged in the accountable care organization uh, type structure. So whereas we've been very much an inpatient and uh, research facility, we are uh, pushing quickly into uh, affiliations with outside parties um, to establish a um, accountable care organization and to get more into the proactive management of health uh, uh, more on the front end of care versus the tertiary quaternary end of care. Right. And is that something where there's a, a specific, uh, you know, ACO you're looking to join, or is it something where you're kind of forming your own um, organization? We're going to form our own. Um, we're not going to do it so much through acquisition, although, uh, you know, the Benioff Children's Hospital of Oakland um, acquisition um, is a little bit different, I think, than what we intend to do at large. We are uh, developing a relationship right now, and it's publicly known, uh, with John Muir Hospital System over in the East Bay, and that will be the the genesis, um, the core of um, starting the Accountable Care Organization here in Northern California, and then we expect to bring in other parties uh, over time. Okay. Okay. And now as far as uh, physician practices, do you have um, ones that are owned or affiliated with the system? Yes. Most of our physicians are uh, well, from our School of Medicine faculty. Um, so we have faculty practice uh, where many of our physicians come from. And then we have foundations and affiliations uh, with other physician groups, both in the pediatrics and the adult uh, and various specialties. Okay. Okay. And now for you, you've been with the organization for four years, correct? That's right. I think, as a matter of fact, it's four years as of this month. Okay. Oh, great. Congratulations. And I started here um, specifically uh, on the medical center um, uh, part of UCSF, and, um, and then after 
probably two years, I guess, there, there was another CIO here at UCSF responsible for the research and education parts of the institution. And uh, uh, with that retirement, I've now taken on that responsibility as well. So that gives me an opportunity to learn much more about the full um, the full mission here at UCSF. That uh, you know our research enterprise is um, it's a one and a half to two billion dollar enterprise. It's it's quite large in and of itself. And um, and our schools, we have School of Medicine and Nursing and Pharmacy and Dentistry. That's all we do. We're a health sciences campus here. Um, and uh, all four schools are um, rated uh, in the top five in the country. And um, we are number one in terms of funding from the NIH for, uh, for public institutions. So it's quite a powerhouse in research and education here as well. Great. Okay. Does having that, that combined or that, that campus-wide CIO role, is that also kind of a, a reflection of just, uh, you know, what the organization is doing to kind of, you know, meet the, the changing care models? It is. Um, in fact, our, um, uh, our intention is to get the research, you know, the, the, the time between discovery and, and application of that to clinical uh, practice, we're trying to shrink that just as everyone else is. We just happen to have it all in-house here. And uh, by starting to collapse some of the support organizations like information technology, uh, it's, it's providing kind of the infrastructure that's needed to get more collaboration uh, done across the institution. And that, that applies to the education side too. I mean, um, uh, we want people to learn uh, more about w what it means to be in an uh, electronic health record environment, um, right. what's required to leverage data and analytics uh, in the process of care. Um, and so uh, we think by working across the three missions of the institution, it, it puts us in a, a great position um, uh, for something that we call precision health, right? So precision health involves um, the use of uh, genomics and proteomics and all the other omics that, that uh, you know, I don't have much insight into, but um, the research that we do in all of these areas um, is computing intensive, uh, it's data intensive, uh, but it can result in findings that can be applied uh, in near real time in the clinical setting, in the patient care setting, and also uh, in the education setting. So um, it's 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 quite a powerful combination, right? And that probably is um, kind of dovetails with one of the things I wanted to talk about was, uh, um, you know, the, the long-term strategic plans. And I'd seen some information on UCSF's uh, you know website about uh, like the 2014-15 plan and um, one of the goals of uh, implementing clinical enterprise-wide initiative to improve operations delivery and clinical outcomes. And uh, it's kind of a mouthful, but I just wanted to talk about, you know, some of the, the big things that have been being done to, to move toward that goal. Well, there's, let me, I'll fill the picture in just a little bit more. There are, there are three major legs to the strategy um, for the clinical enterprise here. Um, uh, part of it involves establishing um, a population health capability and accountable care organization um, and being more proactive about managing the health of a population. Mm -hmm. um, 
that's that's a huge initiative in and of itself. A second right. piece, you know, if you think about that part of the uh, initiative, that's trying to move care from a tertiary quaternary um, focus to a proactive management of health. So let's keep people out of the hospital. Um, however, um, we have hospitals. <laughs> yes. And a lot of our research is around these very complex uh, diseases. And so it's important that we we care for patients in that realm as well. So another leg of the strategy is something called destination programs where um, we, we take these uh, specialties that we have and we establish either contractual relationships or, or, or at least marketing relationships with firms, with states, uh, even considering other countries where we can bring in those type of patients into the uh, into our care system. So that's the destination program leg of this. And then the third piece is um, what's called continuous performance improvement. You know, in any healthcare delivery system, there are inefficiencies. Healthcare tends to be, you know, historically has been a rather uh, inefficient enterprise. And there's just a lot of opportunity to uh, improve the processes that not only take out waste. Uh, but they reduce the cost of care, and ultimately they, in fact, improve the outcomes of care. So we have a large initiative uh, in place to implement um, lean. If uh, you're familiar with the lean right. methodology, it comes out of the mm-hmm. Toyota culture. And, and uh, we're fairly <clears throat> early on in that process, but we're, I guess I would say we're, we're two years in on uh, training of the executive leadership team, and we're running Kaizans, um, you know, multiples uh, per, per quarter at this point. And so we're just starting to get that part of the culture ramped up. And one thing that's important to support uh, all of these, uh, all three of these areas, is um, the uh, uh, data uh, access and data analytics um, and data warehousing. So that is a fundamental infrastructure to support the new strategy that we're, we're uh, diligently working on at this moment. Okay. So a lot of stuff there. And actually, I should, should have probably backed it up a little bit, but um, to ask about uh, the electronic records initiative and kind of where that is at this point. Yeah, sure. We went live um, with Epic. We are Epic Shop. Um, back in 2012. Um, matter of fact, I think it was June of 2012, so this month is a, a good milestone for us here. Um, okay. And we're live with EPIC uh, throughout our ambulatory setting, uh, so in all the clinics, um, in most aspects of the uh, inpatient. Um, we're just going, we're going live with a few uh, new modules still, uh, like the oncology module, the beacon module. Um, and we have um, uh, a few other specialties that are still lined up down the road. Uh, but we're quite mature in this regard um, where we, along with most others who have implemented an electronic medical record, are uh, um, trying to turn some focus to is optimization. Uh, these implementations are extraordinarily uh, uh, taxing on an organization. So the, typically when you roll out, uh, you, you try to roll out in a fairly standard way, and then you have to go in and do a good deal of optimization in the environment. And that, that process is going to happen in synchronization with the continuous performance improvement. 
effort that I spoke about earlier. Uh, but we're a pretty mature uh, electronic medical record shop. In fact, um, there's a growing uh, desire from other regional partners, uh, whether they're county hospital systems or even some of our commercial partners who are interested in leveraging the medical record uh, environment that we've established here. Um, so we are um, looking at hosting medical record systems for, for outside entities that are affiliated with us in some way. Right. Okay. And, of course, that kind of lends itself to, uh, you know, wanting to uh, get into to population health more, uh, having people on the same, having other systems uh, you know, on the same uh, EHR. Yeah, it'll be very helpful in that regard. I, I would say that um, our situation is much more difficult than, like, a Kaiser. Kaiser owns the, the continuum of care from end to end and can implement uh, a standard medical record environment. Many of our partners, in fact, uh, and future partners, will have their own medical record environment, and it may or may not be EPIC. Um, and even if it is EPIC, you know, they're, they're typically implemented in, in quite unique ways. So we have a particular challenge here in terms of uh, interoperability, um, to use a high-level term, uh, for our ACO partners. So we're, we're working now to develop strategies on how to accommodate um, that sort of diversity across the continuum of care in the ACO without having to uh, try to force one medical record system and one set of processes across uh, that continuum of care. Uh, it's a particular challenge for us. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.